Good morning. Good morning. My name is Tom Arquino. What's your name? Christine Arquino. <laughs> that felt weird. That's weird, right? <laughs> That felt weird. Well, what happened? What, so what's today? Today is Wednesday. What happened? Six. What happened on Monday? Got married. Oh, my God. Didn't think that was going to happen. I thought it really went really well. It did. So we got married at the Justice of the Peace yep. no in Georgetown. Craziness. No craziness. Don't need a whole big project out of it. Didn't need a whole production? Nope. Went down to Georgetown. Yep. Your parents came. We're going. Some extended family came. Yep. And we got married. We did. Had the kids there. Perfect. It was perfect. Yeah. So this is our, so we got married on Monday. So this is our third day being married. Yep. So why not we podcast about it? May as well. What do you think the challenges are? Well, always got to, my whole thing is always got to communicate. Don't communicate, not going to work. Because can't read minds. That's very true. You know, it's funny. I So we've been dating for a while, and I've, one of the biggest things that I've noticed because this isn't my first time around, and not and yours, not your first time around. But mm-hmm. one of the first things that I've noticed in our relationship is that, you know, we do everything together. Yep. I've never done that. I didn't either. I mean, we grocery shop together. Mm-hmm. We go to the beach together. We go to bed together. And we have fun doing it. Yep. We laugh about it. And we get up together. We do. Well, actually, I get up a little early. Yeah, it's habit. I get up at five thirty, and you get up at. 6.15? 6.15. Need the beauty sleep. Need the beauty sleep. Yes. But I think that, um, you know, I think in the beginning, I think that's one of the things that I like the most is just everything that we did together. Um, and, you know, not any disrespect on any past relationships, but um, it's a it's a, a breath of fresh air for me. Yeah. Because I really said I would never get married again. Oh, I know. You were gone hoeing it. Nope, never. Never. I wasn't too keen on it. You weren't? No. I think another thing is, you know, you have such a great family that I really enjoy. Um, somebody was asking me yesterday, oh, I forget, somebody asked me yesterday, what, what about her parents? Do you like her parents? And I'm like, of course, I love her parents. They, mm-hmm. She has terrific parents. And he said, well, you never mentioned them. And I thought that was weird because I feel like I always talk about your parents. Yeah. So I thought that was odd. Maybe I just haven't talked to him very much, but... That's possible. You know, family. You know, I do have two boys. You have a daughter. Mm-hmm. That's always a little bit of a challenge. But and, and one, I think one of the positive things that, is our family really blended together. They did. It wasn't we had to work on it and do different strategies. We came together and everything just kind of worked. We didn't have to try. It just blended over time. Yeah, and... Uh, Maybe the ages. So Sam is seven, uh-huh. David is 13, and Teresa is six. Yep. So, so they're also weird ages. They're, well, they're at that. Sam and Teresa are like peas and carrots. Yes, they most certainly are. It is funny. It is funny <laughs> to watch those two because, you know, they really look out for one another. Um, they bicker at one another, but they're, yep. you know. At the end of the day, they're all about each other. Yeah, they take care of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's David, who is 13, and he just kind of is right in the middle. And it's funny because, um, obviously, it's our first 13-year-old. Mm-hmm. 
So you only you hear about the stories, you know. Oh my God, the They're teenage horrible. years. Yeah. Um, but it's not been that bad. He's been he's been great. And I will say this morning, Teresa was having a little temper tantrum because of socks. Yeah. And she was screaming at me, yelling at me. Had her go in her room. And finally, David said, I'm going to say something. And I said, no, don't say anything. And finally, he went in her room, and he had said something to her. And she came out. I don't like David. I said, why? He goes, because he called me. He came in my room, and he told me it wasn't nice, and I shouldn't act like that. I said, Jenny, you know what? He was 100% correct. He didn't want to see you yelling at me, because there's no reason why a six-year-old should yell oh, at their mother. Oh, she was yelling at you? Yes. Oh, my God. He, go- he was like, I don't think it's very nice that you yell at your mother. You shouldn't do that. And David understood that. He saw us having a hard time, and he tried to help me. So I could see him maturing. You know, he he wants to he wants to grow, and I can see that. Yeah, and he's growing up, and it's it's it's. I actually think it's been a joy. Um, Difficult at times. Yeah, but and a I, joy. I think the hardest part isn't really. It's not watching David. It's actually watching me. You know, as as a parent of a. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten year old. It's you know it's easy. They want, and I'm willing to give. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you know, thirteen, fourteen, as they start getting into that age, it's they really don't want anything from me. Huh. So I find myself saying, "Well, what can I give?" And then I, f- it, it feels a little like I'm annoying because I want to, you know, I want to still play that same role. At, when they were seven, eight, and nine. Yeah. So it's not that um, it's tough. It's not that he's changing a lot. He is changing. It's just what is my role. That's the part that's changing, and I think that's hard. Um, but it's nice because we also have the little ones so that we get to still do that. Mm-hmm. And um, let David just kind of do David's thing. Yeah. He has to find himself. Yeah. He has to figure out what's going on, and that is a hard time. And I know... David would reach out to you in a heartbeat. He admires you so much and loves you so much. And he may not say it all the time. And teenagers don't. They really don't. But when it comes down to it, they need you. They're going to tell you, I need you. Yeah. And that's, that's important. That is important. Do you think it's hard splitting a family? Um, our situation, no. But I can see why other people may have issues you know, you're taking different personalities and, you know, Teresa and I came from New York, so we had a different mentality and kind of bringing those together. I wouldn't say difficult and I wouldn't say hard. It was just different and it just easily meshed. Yeah, well, I know that, you know, as when you're in a new, in a relationship and there's kids, I mean, sometimes you can, as a like, as a dad... You know, I can watch your relationship with Teresa and I can, it's easy for me to pick out like, oh, she's got you wrapped around her finger. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you let her do that. Yeah. Well, that's maybe what I think, mm-hmm. you know, like I get critical because um, I'm either, whether it's I'm jealous mm-hmm. and I don't know why, I, I don't know, I don't think I would be jealous. I don't know. It, I think that's tough, you know, to, to, to always be um, loving. Yeah. You know, regardless, like, you know, you're being a brat to your mom and I see it. She doesn't see it. Mm-hmm. But I still have to love you. Yeah. But also that's an opportunity, you know, to be that father figure. Unfortunately, Teresa lost her dad. You know, she needs that figure in her life. Because you know what? I won't lie. I gave her 
everything. I just kept giving, giving, giving. So I didn't know when to stop because I was overcompensating. Now she's got a father figure. Even this morning when she was doing her tantrum, I said, wait until Tom gets home. He'll discuss it with you. No, don't do that. Because she knows you're stern. You're not going to yell at it, but you're stern. You're that that figure that has that voice that just... Well, and it's also funny because, you know, kids are little kids, but they're smarter than we think. They are. I mean, you know... I don't think that when she, like, if you say, oh, well, wait till Tom gets home, it isn't because there's, like, fear. Uh, like, I, of course, I would never lay a hand on her. Mm-mm. It's not a fear of that. It's a fear that, uh-oh, someone's coming that isn't going to fall for my BS. Mm-hmm. And they know that. Exactly. So they're, like, these naive kids that don't know anything when they're really smarter than we realize. I, yeah. Because they're pulling some they shenanigans. A little too smart for my liking. Yeah. Well, and I see that, you know, you know, Sam will come up and whisper something to me because he knows that if you hear it too, he'll be like, forget it. So he's like, you know, it's funny. And I can see the little eyes look at me and mm. then back to you and whispering. And even, you know, going in her room, please, by all means, go, relax. Just don't. Destroy everything. Well, they love our... We bought a new one of those beds that, you know, lift up the head and the feet. Mm -hmm. And those little kids, man, they just are so fascinated with that. Yeah. They love that bed. And then they have both ends up and they fit perfectly in a little crevice watching the big TV. In the the valley? Yeah, exactly. They love it. Did, um... I guess when you... I guess when you... Because you came, like you said, from where? New York? Mm Mm-hmm. What did you think when you first came here? Hillbillyville. Oh. Hillbillyville. Farmers. This is not hillbillies. Like, I was in one of those movies. What was that movie? Uh, There's a little girl in a cornfield or something. I have no idea. Oh, jeez. I forget it. But that's what I felt like. I was in a foreign country. Well, I guess coming from New York City, it would be a foreign country. Yeah. I mean, doesn't have buildings. It doesn't have hills. Hmm. No hills here. The only hill we ever heard of is the Nassau Bridge. And someone said... That was a hill, and I said that looks more like a speed bump. <laughs> well, there used to be a time where you could go, if we got snow, you could actually take sleds and sled down the side of the Nassau Bridge. So I will say, when I first moved here, we had stayed in a condo that was actually right across from the Nassau Bridge. And we got some snow, I forget, because I was wearing a t-shirt the day before and it was in December. And the next day it snowed, and I saw kids going down that, and I'm like, wow, that's... Probably not too smart. Well, they put signs up now. I don't even know if they allow them to do it anymore no. because, you know, I'm sure someone eventually gets hurt or something. Of course. If there's a hill Someone's and there's snow, people's gonna, people are going to try to slide on it. Oh, yeah. But uh, that was a big change coming down here. Oops, there went the GoPro camera. Even uh, down to the people saying please and thank you and holding doors. I'll never forget. I ho- held my bag so close because I was scared someone's going to rob me because they're saying please and thank you and holding to it. I was very, didn't know what's going on. What is, that's foreign to me. Up in New York, you don't even look at someone. You don't hold doors. You don't say thank you. You don't say please. That is one of the great things about living in this community. I think, you know, and I, we went to um, the polar bear plunge this past weekend mm. and some family came down from Connecticut and they were just surprised on how many people from the community came out and supported the polar bear plunge and they thought it was great that 
Rehoboth and, you know, several areas around here keep doing things to keep people active in the community throughout the year, even though, you know, we're really most popular during the summer. Mm -hmm. So, and we had the polar bear plunge this past weekend and it turned out to be an amazing day, Mm -hmm. a huge turnout. Um, I thought it was, you know, Wawa had a a big van and they just gave out free coffee Mm -hmm. and... It was good times. It was good times. And, you know, the community came out. And especially where we live, um, down at the beach, there's a beach, you know, Rehoboth is along the beach. You know, there's a boardwalk in a lot of small towns and or small, a lot of small stores. And, you know, a lot of the stores got to open because a lot of mm-hmm. those stores aren't open this time of the year. Nope. So they got to open and, and people got to money. spend a little money in their, in their businesses. So um, it was great. And... Jerry, our friend uh, from up in Connecticut, said, you know, they don't do this in Connecticut. Nope. You know, they probably don't do this in New York. It's nope. so big. Um, I know that there's times where I feel like getting out of this town because it's so small, but the reality is I love that. I love the community here. I love the small town. Um, I love, you know, owning a hair salon. I don't know if I could own... We love going to Albuquerque. I don't know if I could own the same hair salon and do the same thing in Albuquerque mm-hmm. as that I do here. Because we have this small town. Um, so, but that, I think, you know, I, moving to this area, I think that's hard to get used to. Maybe people even don't believe that it's real. It's very true. I have a lot of clients, that are, a lot of new clients that come down from New York. And instead of paying attention to that, they tend to really focus on a lot of the things that this area doesn't offer, whereas a New York City or a New Jersey might have offered. Correct. But the na- the number one reason that they move here is because of the cheaper taxes. Oh, yes. And I'm like, taxes pay for, you know, a bus to come by every 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Taxes pay for, you know, public pools and, you know, all these great things that you have up in this big cities mm-hmm. that we don't have. You know, that's what taxes pay for. Yep. And um, it's a shell shock to a lot of people. <laughs> it is. And it's also a much different life. I remember up in New York, you know, it was hard up there with money. You struggled. You felt the struggle. And you come down here and you're not living paycheck to paycheck. You can save money. You can be comfortable with still saving money, which was completely foreign to me, you know, being up there. It was an arm and leg. Even down to the people, you know, I didn't want Teresa growing up up there anymore. You couldn't go outside. You couldn't play. You couldn't do things like that. Yeah, They're but very you try, judgmental. You try to say that the kids can't go outside here now. Well, you have to understand, I'm still a mother. I still have that. I always say that that My also, God, if anyone came near my child, our children, I would. I always say that started the, the, that I'm sure that it was around, but I feel like that that's where, when that really started is when that little girl fell inside the well in Texas. Yeah, you said that. On CNN. Yeah. And it was really around the time when CNN started doing the 20... I mean, CNN started as 24-hour news. Uh Uh-huh. But it felt like that that kind of happened at the same time CNN kind of got started. And I remember, you know, when the the story broke, you know, I think we all went outside and looked in our backyard to see if we had a well. Yeah. Because it made it feel like it was right in our neighborhood. Yes. And that's where, to me, that's when we started living in this scary place, like... If, if something's happening and it's reported on CNN, you know, if a kid is hurt or abducted in, you know, a, a faraway state, we think that that's happening in every state. Yeah. Um, just as we would if we had heard, like, the local news. Yeah. Um, and, and 
I feel like that's when everything started to change. Like all of a sudden, kids couldn't play outside. But you know, we just finished. We watched that Ted Bundy special on Netflix, mm. and we also watched. Um, what else did we watch where the kids were getting kidnapped? True Detective. Oh, True Detective. Yeah. But, you know, these things pe- took place in the 70s. Yeah, it was happening. It's been happening. It was happening. And, and, and for, the worst part about it is that you, nobody could report it. You know, you could be, you could do a crime in one town and the town next door never even knew about it. Exactly, yeah. Unless they drove over there or made a phone call. Mm-hmm. So I would almost think that it was worse back, back then. Yeah. Now it's just red flags all over. Yeah, I mean, if people are up to no good, usually they've either been caught, they're about to get caught, or they've been caught and they're being, you know, yep, some eyes, some eyes are on them. Yeah, but you know, then you know, and then but it's things still happen. I don't mind the kids going back and playing as long as they can hear them. I really don't care. I just want to hear them if I need to go look outside and I can see them. I'm okay. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not as worried as I used to be. Sometimes we go to the grocery store, and, and Sam, he loves to, you know, we walk in, he goes, I'm going to go play with the cars. And, you know, midway through the store, there's an aisle, and at the end of the aisle, there's a, a big rack of these, not matchbox cars, bigger than matchbox, but, you know, Somewhat. smaller than the yeah. big die cast. And, you know, he goes over there, and he lines them all up and stuff. And I usually go to the right, and I get the milk or whatever we got to get, and mm-hmm. then I kind of work my way towards the middle of the store, and then I... You know, hook back up with him in the middle, and I have gone over there, and he hasn't been there before. Yeah. And as much as I think that we live in a safe community, my to. first thought was, "Oh, someone's taking Sam." Correct. And I started, you know, working my way through the store. First, I thought, "Well, he must be in the restroom," so I, you know, which is in the far back left corner of mm-hmm. the store. So right away, I'm like, geez, I'm, I'm, I'm going away from the door where if someone's taking him, they would I'm be headed. further away. But I'm going further back. Yeah. And then I go to the bathroom, and I look, and he's not in there. So I, I'm like, oh, God. So I start, you know, systematically working my way back through the store. And I work my way to the front door, and then I stand out at the parking lot, looking over the parking lot. And I just, I remember, I'm like, he could be in any of these cars driving off right now. Mm-hmm. And it was hard to walk away from that spot. Yeah. It was weird. And so, you know, I walked back in. Because you're torn as a parent. You don't know quite what to do. Yeah, and you don't want to be, you know, so worried and paranoid that you're miserable. Uh, you want your kids to have, be able to play and have fun and stuff. But I was at that moment thinking, Jesus, did I make a bad choice? And then walked back into the store, and then I saw him hiding behind a pole because he's <laughs> he's Sam. So... It was it was it all worked out fine, but it was a scary moment. It's tough to to balance between you know kidnapping and not being kidnapped. And I think another hard part is you know I'm not saying other people's children aren't beautiful, but our two little ones, they're the blonde hair, the blue eyes. Yeah. You know they're that stereotype that sick people want, unfortunately. And I think that's what heightens it a little bit more for me because they have the look. That people crave so much. Yeah, well, I don't know. If, I, I think they're cuties, that's for sure. <laughs> Got to hold on to them tight. I know when we went to New York City, we're like, uh, put a, a, a lasso or a leash on them. Pretty much. Huh. Yep. Hold um, on for your life. How long have you been here? I think it's been three years now. Next year will be four. I've yeah. been here 22. And I did not look back. When I came down. You didn't? Nope. 
I left my street. I pulled out my driveway, got to the top of the block, didn't even look back. And away you went. Said sayonara. 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 All right. Well, hey, good chatting. We're going to start doing a few podcasts and just talking about what we're going through as a new couple with children living in Rehoboth. Sounds good. All right. I love you. Love you, too. All right. Bye. Bye.